0: so welcome to a special episode of how you can eat so uh please grab an open seat and we will be <laughs> serving you shortly <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, you were waiting for- to use that pun weren't you
0: Yeah, I wrote it down like two days ago. Um. (laughs) All right, so uh, for those of you who don't know, so my name is Alan Mark. I am one of the uh, co-leaders as well as the maknae for How You Can Eat. Uh, So usually we are a weekly podcast where we discuss and review new releases that come out of K-pop and the Korean music scene. Uh, And we hope to be sort of a resource for both uh, big fans of K-pop and anyone new who wants to start getting into it. Uh, But for this uh, episode, we decided to change it up, uh, change up our servings, uh, especially specifically for KPSN's podcast fest. Uh, But before we get into that, uh, let's meet the rest of the hosts. (laughs) Are you you two ready for these?
1: Yeah, uh, just just for context, uh, we try to come up with pun intros and I usually come up with them. But Alamark has the. The honor this time. So I've never had an intro. Ever. Oh yeah, that's true. All so, right, you should save me for last. Save me for last. Okay.
0: So, okay. Oh, I was going in order. Okay. Okay, fine. never mind. Save Save
1: me for first.
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, he's here to bring back the first generation you love and remember so dearly. Our episode editor, who can be natural when sharing forever his K-pop thoughts. <laughs> uh hce is his network id it's chuck
1: <laughs> oh my god thank you so much for that amazing intro i can't believe it oh my, i i maybe only caught half the songs but um, That's all good. i uh i am very excited to be here our very first live recording it's gonna be so much fun um so thank you all for joining mm-hmm. thanks
0: chuck all right then next up Gee, there's really nobody quite like our other co-host. His musical commentary will get your heartbeat jumping. Uh, Coining the term K-pop maximalism, it's Steven. Oh my God. Hello, guys. Excited to be here. Thank you for that
2: intro. I don't think we've had one from you for me. So that was
1: nice.
0: (laughs) I think I got all of those
2: there. I think I got all of them.
0: Perfect. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah so with this episode it is different from our normal ones uh, I wanted to you know took a bunch of first gen songs for Chuck second gen songs for Steven because our sort of conceit is uh, we each sort of cover different generations of k-pop depending on when we started the fandom um, so yeah so we will we have each been assigned our own k-pop generation Chuck's first Steven second I'm Third, and then we each picked a song from each of our corresponding generations to bring to the table today. So, yeah, instead of uh, instead of going over a new release because we do that every Friday or so, uh, we decided to do this—a uh, little treat for y'all. Um, yeah. We-
1: I feel like we, we could have done an hour's worth of just Luna talk. I feel like we, we, would, have loved, yeah. we would have loved to d- have done that. But um, we we thought we should share the, share the love for the other generations as well. Yeah. yeah.
0: I was wearing a Luna shirt earlier. I am now wearing a different Luna shirt because this literally <laughs> got <laughs> delivered today in between episodes so, or in between sessions. So um, yeah.
1: If there's something that uh, a new listener would have to know, uh, is it that we are hashtag Stan Luna? Like, yeah, undoubtedly, yeah, <laughs> we're we're standing there for sure. Yeah. All right. right. Uh, should I should I s- kick us off? I guess.
0: Yeah. So yeah. we'll just go in o- chronological order. So <laughs> the right, first so, up is Chuck.
1: So it's weird. Like we we normally do full albums, so we 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 not only get to listen to the singles for those albums, but we also get to cover some of like the other songs that you wouldn't normally. You know, only listen to if you listen to the album. So a lot of it is like B sides. I love B sides. Like B sides mm-hmm. are my like my favorite section in an album. And in this album that I picked, there was, I uh if you were at the meet and greet earlier, I, I mentioned how, God's two mother was the song that got me into K-pop. Um, what I didn't know was that there were <laughs> also a lot of other great songs on that same album. Uh, I believe the album was called chapter one so i thought in honor of god i would choose a song from that another song from that album uh probably a lesser known one um uh, but yes my pick for gen 1. Oh nope that is uh, <laughs> you're
0: explaining what we're doing <laughs>
1: that's that's me explaining what we're doing there you go generation one i chose god's so you can come back to me it was released in 1998 and god holds a special place in my heart i i love um i love all their songs but for this one i i had never heard it before i i, I again i only had mp3s of k-pop songs back in 2001 so i didn't know that you know i only had singles i guess and so going back finally able to listen to all these Albums that I never had my hands on. It was so much fun to listen to this song. And this song, I think, encapsulates a lot of what I like in music, a lot of fun, a lot of uh, instrumentals, a lot of um, arrangement, and just a, a good time. And so I thought to kick us off, we should, uh, we should start with the party. And so, um, yeah, we're going to be checking out this song. So so normally, we listen to the songs prior to recording. But because you are joining us, and um, you being the audience, uh, and you probably have never heard of the song, we're actually going to play all the songs that we chose and talk while we play it. So um, unfortunately, there's no music video for this song. (laughs) So I I found the next best thing, a line distribution video so that you can see. (laughs) You can see who's, who's uh, singing or rapping uh, at any given point. So um, there you go.
2: Wait, and Chuck, what does G-O-D stand for? Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yes. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. So th- this is what I miss in K-pop. I miss when it was all about the acronyms, the three-letter acronyms. Um, um, but for G-O-D, it's actually G period, O period, D period, because it stands for Groove Overdose. So,
2: <laughs> love it. Nice.
1: All right. Here we go. Let me play this. Uh, hopefully, it's not too loud. You, you guys give me a thumbs up, uh, Alan, Mark, and, S- and Steven. See if it's. Oh, no. That was... Oh, no. Oh, oh no. no.
0: <laughs> <I'll> spoiler alert. <laughs> okay.
1: Louder, softer.
0: Let's wait think? until it, it, it kicks in. Mm. I some...
2: That's kind of good.
0: Good. Okay, cool. Man, that that right. high note, kicking in with a high note.
2: That's just Kim Taewoo, you know, <laughs> doing what he does.
1: <laughs> Here we go. This is my favorite part of the song. Oh. <laughs> so like, so you hear it? Right? It it sounds like the song, like the actual production, could have probably came out today because like we get we have a lot of um, we have a lot of retro songs coming out uh, as of lately. A lot of disco, a lot of, um, you know, uh, funky type uh, tracks. And so, when I heard this, I was like, this is from 1998? This sounds way too good to be... 90- this, there's no, like, dance. There's no EDM aspect to it. Like, like I, I legitimately thought this was uh, more modern. Um, uh-huh. But then once I started hearing the rapping and the, like, the i was like oh no this is a 90s track
0: (laughs) this is early (laughs) early early for sure
1: um you actually made the mistake of listening to the remaster yeah they
0: re-recorded in 2019 and then uh yeah that's what i heard and then i was like oh this sounds great actually and then i was like wait this is the wrong version (laughs) that we're gonna cover but man yeah definitely carolyn mentioned there's a clearly teddy riley influence definitely hear that yes
1: and the, the, a lot of a lot of the horns going on as well. Uh, Stephen, your favorite? A little record? Like Oh record yeah, this one dude.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Love to hear that.
1: Damn. Yeah, we uh, that... we point out. Oh no, go ahead. What are you gonna uh, say? I was saying like this
0: arrangement is super nice though. Like the the instrumental part is really nice.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like it. Uh, uh, Stephen, one of Steven's... like. Uh, favorite things to mention when it comes to songs is how much like guitar noodling goes on <laughs> noodling. in the tracks, and like I I hear like uh, both like I hear like multiple guitars, one in my left, one in my right at the same time, and so it's just like there's a lot of layers for sure to this song. <laughs> it's so strange, wow. like actually doing live commentary to a song. Usually, we yeah. just have to point it out, but then.
0: I know, usually we're just like, I listen to it like 20 times in a row, and then I'm like, I write down everything. So, yeah, yeah,
1: initially, oh, one thing I, uh, forgot about these older songs is how long they can be. Like, this is a, mm. let's see. this is a That's four beautiful. minute song. It, <laughs> I, we're used to like two thirty, three yeah. minutes, like really quick tracks. Everyone's like trying to get all the streams, right? I, I feel like so. Yeah. Uh, the shorter uh, your shorter song the is the song. more plays. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this this is the time where, like, the only way you can listen to music is like through CDs or cassette tapes. And you want to, like, keep your audience captivated as long as possible. And Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say though, after maybe like three minutes, I, I'm like, okay, I got it. I got the you just- Yeah, oh, yeah. I,
0: I realized this song is still going. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: I'm like, oh wait, did it, Did I leave it on repeat? That's yeah. what I feel like every yeah. time. No, Especially, it's the same
0: thing. we've been listening to, since we do our new releases, like it's very much like music now. Like we're still used to very abrupt endings, I feel, in the song. <laughs> this so this extended outro is-, is so, Oh, you, you oh do
1: love gosh. a good fade out. I so, do
0: love a good fade-out, though. I'm yeah. very happy about that. Wow. Wow. Oh, what a way to start off the... <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, there's a ton of other Gen 1 songs I could have picked, but I just feel like we needed to have a party for yeah. our very first KPSN showing. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Um, do you guys have anything else you want to say about this song? I, I mean...
2: I, like, just yeah those, those rapping sections. I feel like you can draw a straight line from that to 2 pm's like 10 out of 10 like just the same way like that mm-hmm. uh enthusiasm comes through and, and like the way the vocals sound on it, it you like when i listen to the remastered version you can, you like, hear the advancement in technology. That, yeah.
0: <laughs> so even it just like so growth, even Even in just growth of these, like, entertainment companies, I would say getting more resources to build up, like, maybe vocal coaching or uh, getting, like, other artists or musicians to write songs and really, like, write the raps for them or something. It's, it's very stark. It's, and this yeah. is a very, like, I like this exa- as an example of how it used to sound
1: i i because I, I heard this version first i didn't hear the 2019 version until you actually pointed out that there was a 2019 uh re-recording remaster whatever and uh i don't know a part of me still likes this one i think i, I don't know maybe for like nostalgic reasons obviously yeah. the second or like the 2019 version sounds way better and it like it you can actually make sense of all the instruments and it just has a smoother flow but i don't know there's something about this that just like it it brings you back but also at the same time keeps you going i guess um so yeah
2: there is a question was god with jyp
1: yes yeah (laughs) yeah so (laughs) i was gonna i was gonna say um i don't think there because like we because we did a twice episode uh, a couple weeks ago and we were trying to figure out who which JYP group did not have a JYP tag at the beginning of the song and I think GOD was fortunate I I don't remember though they're fortunate Um,
2: (laughs) if I remember correctly I think this song was written by Hitman Bang um, and lyrics by JYP Um, very like some of their very early work uh, in K-pop
1: God, if I remember, was being produced by. Sorry, was uh, managed by somebody else, but produced by JYP, or Mm. I forget. Mm. Yeah, and then eventually God became part of JYP. I think something like that, or uh, JYP bought the the group that, or the entertainment group. But yeah, I, I think at the point at that time, JYP was just doing a bunch of lyrics. But this is definitely a JYP sounding track. I think. Um, compared to some of their other songs on this album but yeah,
2: yeah. and i just like seeing these young pictures as of june and and danny like cuz when you you see them now they're still like kind of active but yeah they're just so young
1: <laughs> june looks like the yeah he he already looks like um a perfect k drama star right there mm-hmm. like Tayu looks like exactly how I did back in 1998 <laughs> with these oval glasses and everything. All right. Okay. Um, I think I'm good. Are we yeah, good think, to move on to you, Gen 2? I think so. Oh, are you
2: ready, Steven? Yes, I am ready.
0: All right. Are you ready? What the? All right. Okay.
2: So for my song from Gen 2, I, I picked a... I actually picked a single that was like super popular, Um, just one that's very important to me as well. Um, I think, yeah, we would love for more of of them. But uh, yeah, I think, Chuck, we can go to the next slide. The song I've picked is 21's I Don't Care off of their debut uh, EP 21. The song came out in 2009. it's by uh, teddy park and kush uh, so yeah one of those early like just really catchy like super earworms of a song um it came out in july of 20, 2009 when i was actually uh studying abroad in korea uh, yeah. during my like oh, very quick man. summer at, at yonsei university <laughs> which i'll always <laughs> pull out um <laughs> So yeah, that was that was a fun time. Um, by by the time this song came out, like "G Genie" by Girls' Generation had come out mm-hmm. already, like "Sorry Sorry" without nobody by the Wonder Girls. But then something about this just just stuck with me. But yeah, why don't we uh, why don't we just start listening to it? And I like the video a lot too. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh. <laughs> Hello? Pure
1: nostalgia right now. (sighs) CL's beginning is like so perfect as like a Gen 2 intro. Like, oh,
0: it's just just starting off with that guitar.
1: Oh, whoops. Sorry. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) I I tried to click away from the ad, but oh, well. Well, (laughs) Shout out to ShinePay, I guess. Sometimes you gotta act like you don't care. Did we ever dress like this in 2009? <laughs> no, uh, well, I mean, not like uh, obviously, but like the the style. I guess I guess we were really into. This was like what LMFAO time. That's oh boy, yeah. Was into mm-hmm. very uh, loud zebra print, shiny, shiny. This clothes. Is like, this is like uh, what what is it? you jerk times.
2: Mm-hmm. Are those? Are those Legos on her vest?
1: I feel like... I, I don't
0: know. I don't know.
2: My
1: screen's too small,
2: hold on.
0: I feel like... I had never
2: noticed that.
0: Oh, and her hair. That okay, hair. Yeah, Dara always had the, the wildest hairstyles in the, the music videos. Oh my gosh.
1: I would rock those glasses today, and you, Yeah, you would. Look at the Those way it bangs like. though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is my favorite part of everything of this the chorus is for you.
2: So I
0: also love the concept of this music video of like everyone's frozen. Yeah. yeah. Like that's really that's really cool.
1: Waiting for my little finger thing. And choreo has come a long way.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. The um the beat to this song very much reminds me of Nobody, like the clapping. And oh yeah. The, uh,
0: yeah. Must have been very. I think it's pretty common back in that time yeah. as well. Yeah.
2: And I think the chord progression is just the same throughout, like. <laughs> Even in like the pre-chorus and the chorus, it's just the same throughout the whole song. And I just love how simple it is.
0: Oh, that mask.
1: <laughs> that's too elegant in oh, the mask? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the eyewear.
1: That was another thing about the that generation- the 2009 also. Like, I think that's when Graduation came out, so everyone was wearing the, uh, the oh, blinds oh, and sunglasses. Man. Yeah, Yeah, there was was nothing too weird for the late two thousands.
0: It's so like iconic now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This is my (laughs) favorite part—the auto tune part,
0: which is very of that time as well. Again, just like R and B, hip hop beat tied to this music. <sighs> that
1: guy look, he, he looks like he has a T-shirt from Threatless. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> <I don't care laughs> oh <my laughs> I'm very time as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm putting oh, yeah. My, my myself <laughs> in this this time frame. Yeah. But I, CL, I totally I would have clipped this and put it on Tumblr or something like that.
0: <laughs> but it's also fun going from Jody to then hearing CL rap too, because yeah. like CL sort of set a standard for in K-pop in general for rapping. Oh, and then everyone stops getting in Frozen. What a time! Yeah. What a fun music video too. <laughs>
2: I love the, the little behind-the-scenes at the end. Um, oh, yeah. I, I really wish there was, like, a full making of, um... Because I think there are just all those actors in it who I probably just have to stay still, I'm assuming.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> they did cut well, away a lot, so... this also, hard. like, very early YouTube before, like, anyone really capitalized on using YouTube for so much content, which you yeah. we'll see, like, now.
2: Yeah, I think it just shows, like... I was spoiled it out
0: from content or really? at least how I feel
2: coming from from this generation mm-hmm. Oh man yeah would
1: you would you um, if you heard this song today would you would you have enjoyed it as much as you did back then?
2: I think so. I mean I love just a catchy song and this is a perfect example of that um, I, I feel like if it came out today the production would feel maybe a little dated but mm-hmm. I it's still it, the song itself like the the melody and the way Parkbaum sings the chorus I, I think that's also what makes it so memorable even though it's not the best showcase of her like vocal talent but I think her reco- or the way she sang it was just uh perfect for for this song yeah oh, man
1: I'm, I, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to trying to look at my notes right now.
2: Yeah, and that choreo, yeah, it's so so simple. Um, I feel like at that time too, there were a lot of moves that were meant to be easily replicated. I, I mentioned like nobody and G, just things that that can get stuck in
0: your head. Man, yeah. Like we've seen a bit of shift of that, the complicated choreo. How how much more uh, choreo has gotten complicated over time? Which I'm sure, actually, we'll see probably a bit in the next one.
2: Yeah, I kind of just it made me think of um, ASAP by Stacey. Just oh, I yeah. think we all said it was refreshing to see something that was so like simple and and it perfectly fit that song too. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Yeah, this was a song that I learned how to play on the guitar. Like, one of the first K-pop songs I ever learned how to play. Nice. And I briefly, I had a video of me playing it on Facebook for, like, a day, and then I took it down. <laughs> Do you still have that video? It's somewhere. Uh, I don't know. It's probably on an old computer. Uh, I can just try to dig it up. I, I couldn't find Ooh, it in advance. That, that bonus I'll, content I'll, I'll for, for how you it. can eat. Yeah. <laughs> oh man
1: yeah this is this is kind of fun i i feel like we should try to do more of this kind of stuff throwback um, stuff in general just throwback specials it's just mm-hmm. oh, it's totally. fun to revisit some of these songs with like a, a i guess not necessarily an older mindset but just a more like a better rounded i guess uh because it just i feel like we've listened to so much k-pop now like mm-hmm. like we we just have heard so many things and so it's yeah. just fun to hear the influences i guess for some of these other songs because like we're in a we're in a unique stage right now uh our phase in k-pop where it's like there's there's some groups that are kind of trying to be trying to advance or trying to push the envelope but then a lot of k-pop nowadays is we talk about a lot of it we talk about it, this a lot in the podcast but um yeah, a lot of retro throwbacks are happening, and um, I think uh, what was it? Uh, what do we? What group did we just cover? Um, was it? This I guess past it was week? Luna. Yeah, I, oh. I think Luna. Luna had a track that sounded, that was very reminiscent of like Gen Two. Uh, Gen Oh, right, was it. Be honest. Was it Be honest. Yeah. Or was it Wow? Yeah. Either one of those. No, or... no, no. I think it was Be Honest. Yeah, Be so. Honest. Yeah. Because Wow sounded like Wow thing, which yeah. is more like. But then yeah, Be Honest uh, was. Was a complete throwback to this kind of generation where it's just very simple arrangements and very catchy hooks. And um, yeah, it's almost refreshing in that sense. So hearing this, I was just like, ah, this reminds me of that time. And I'm like being transported and enjoying my time, even though like it looks ridiculous now because like we've, um, had <laughs> the fashion sense has like evolved, I guess, since mm-hmm. then. But I mean, I, like I said, I would still rock those glasses that fall from the middle. And, um, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Um, do you guys have anything else you want to say about 21?
0: I think, I think I'm, I'm good. good. I'm good.
2: Yeah, All Just right. happy to hear good. it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: All right. So I guess that's my that makes my turn then yeah. going on to Gen three. So uh, choosing a Gen three song was sort of interesting because there's still a lot of a decent amount of like Gen three groups that are still doing things like big things right now in the past few years. Uh, so I wanted to highlight one that maybe um, oh no (laughs) oh no (laughs) no. i realized we set ourselves up we did one jrp and one uh, yg (laughs) and sorry sorry carolyn i went a different direction with this one Um, you you were
1: thinking about exo though right
0: i think so yeah it was one yeah it was the one uh possible (laughs) one yeah um but yeah i wanted to highlight one that you know uh because they haven't been as active in the past few years uh Big thing is, I didn't really listen to this group back then when they first came out, and especially when this song came out, um, it wasn't back then. It wasn't my cup of tea. But now that I really listened to a lot more stuff, it's it was really fun going back and listening to choosing which song I wanted to choose from this group. Uh, so this one specifically, uh, especially now we see a lot of like very like specific concepts, especially dark concepts. So I wanted to choose a group that is sort of known as the king of concepts. So Chuck, if you want to. Go to the next slide i did choose vix uh specifically the song i chose is voodoo doll uh it was tough because especially from 2013 they had three really good songs to choose from uh but i went for voodoo doll it's uh it's the one that gave them the first win and sort of really put them uh a bit more on the map (laughs) and uh yeah i don't know it's
1: (laughs) some voodoo love voodoo doll love yeah so
0: yeah so like getting ready for this episode i like started listening to vix more and like i like i'm so mad that they were a blind spot for me back then from like 2012 to 14 15 because like i'm really liking a lot of this stuff uh but this song specifically a little bit of context so it's written by a good handful of people uh, lyrics by Kim Ina, who's done a lot of work with IU, uh, wrote for uh in Park Yo Shin, Sunny Hill, Brown uh, Brownhead Girls. Uh, she did Abracadabra, um, and then uh, written by a few uh, like a few people. But the ones I want to point out, uh, Hyuk Shin uh, co-produced a lot of hits and faves, such as Shiny's Dream Girl, EXO's Growl, uh, uh, Hayes and Dean's And July. Uh, uh, because we are a Stan Luna podcast, they, uh, he did <laughs> "Odd Eye Circle "Starlight" as well, Oh, wow. and as oh, even wow. as recently as "CLC's Helicopter." So that's one. The other one I want to point out is "Dean Fluenza." So Dean co-wrote this song. Whoa, Whoa. Artist, the singer we know as Dean co-wrote this so- and co-produced wow. the song. Yeah, Dean was like um, worked with Huxian a lot uh, earlier in his career, so that's why. Um, yeah, so we'll see if we could get hints of his sort of uh tone or style in this so yeah um i think that's all i got so if we're ready to listen to this song um also for people that are familiar with the music video i did choose the clean version because i knew people were going to be on this call so um yeah don't worry about that part <laughs> we'll be hosting um,
1: uh an after dark uh, <laughs> um, session for uh, for that music video later
0: yeah, that's the uh, when you go to KBBQ at like 2 a.m., that's the that's for that, That <laughs> how you can all you can eat. Um. <laughs>
1: all right, let's get all this right. going.
0: Yeah, oh man, I'm excited for this. <laughs> oh,
1: okay, man. make sure clean version right here.
0: <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, when I mention their Kings of Concepts, you'll, you'll see right here they really tie down like horror concepts, especially in 2013.
1: This didn't really seem as horrific as I thought, but I guess it's because it's the clean version, right? Yep.
0: Oh, and that, the way they pull, um, who's that? The way they pull and in in the beginning from there is just so cool.
1: This is just really masterful, like mm-hmm. presentation going on, and their yeah. hair too.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but they're such good performers too. Cause I think my favorite thing about this choreography is like, because it's like called Voodoo Doll, and like they really took that, uh, they took that concept. That it looks like every move that they do, they're not in control of their bodies, which is yeah. really cool. Ooh,
1: love that good X contact lens right there.
0: Mhm.
1: I know this yeah. is the clean version, but I I, I want to wanna call out and say maybe it's the dirty version, really.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's really grimy still. <laughs> but yeah, and like, the sound too, I feel like it's like a lot of... I think even late 2nd gen to 3rd gen, there's a lot of this like heavy edm almost dubstep sound that really you hear a lot of, too, in that era. But this one's like, it's abrasive, but not like so much that it doesn't overpower how mel- the mel- how melodic this song is. Too.
1: <laughs>
2: there were some really nice harmonies in, in the voice. The that,
0: that was so good. Really cool.
1: I'm excited for, I think, I don't know if we're coming up on it. But when it gets into like the arpeggiating- Oh. Synth. Yeah. Of that part. Here you go, you can kind of start hearing it now. I think I have one of oh. those outfits. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, I think I got it from uh, H&M when they were really into... Um, like mm. that bandana t-shirt look.
0: Oh yeah, and the yeah, yeah the staff, the way they pass around the staff too, which is sort of a mix of a microphone and like a needle too, which is really oh, cool. They awesome. incorporate everything into their craft, too, which is dope. And there's Ravi rapping, of course.
1: I will say that Vix is still a blind spot for me, so yeah. starting out with this is, is great. Yeah, I <laughs> I Now's the time.
2: It. Yeah. <laughs> What's good about the clean version is that it still keeps with the choreo, like the suggestion that they're under control by someone mm-hmm. else. Even like as the the original one, it has that, like that woman with the doll. Actually, uh-huh. maybe that was a character who was, you know, pulling the strings. Um, but here, you can really see like their movements. It looks like it's involuntary for them at times, like yeah. that one.
0: Yeah, it like feels a little marionette-ish. which yeah. is like not quite the same concept, but like mixing those two concepts together was really, really cool. Uh, but yeah, that was Vix's oh voodoo doll. Uh, but yeah, what do y'all? What are y'all thoughts on on the song? I you know yeah
2: I'm I think ahead. Ahead. if I heard th- that today, like I didn't. I don't think I knew this heard it back then but it doesn't really f- sound that dated to me i feel mm-hmm. like it could come out today and i would just feel like it fits right in um i would maybe we would, we would probably say oh this kind of sounds like gen 3 <laughs> but probably, it yeah. still feels contemporary uh even though it came out what 2013 yeah. and we know like k-pop production like it sh- shifts and, and changes but always goes keeps a lot of the similar elements. But it, that's what it really, really cool out.
0: Yeah. I think part of that, like the choice of synths they used are ones that are sort of timeless in a way. Like, they've they're, we've heard it in a whole bunch of things from the past. But yeah, it's like, I don't know what it is. It's just the combination of, of sounds they chose just fits so well. Um, yeah. How are you, Chad? I,
1: I wrote down that I would have absolutely pick this song every time i play ddr i feel like (laughs) this is like the exact like the 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 bpms for this song is exactly like the 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 amount of quickness i want um and i only choose because it in a way it does remind me um uh, like very much of gen three i don't know if i necessarily would say that if i heard this i would i would like it um, as much as I would have if I heard it in 2013. But um, knowing that it is a Gen 3 song, I, I love it for that generation. Like, it is... This is so, like, out there. And, like, this this whole group and their concept is so out there. And it's just... I You know, um, in our podcast, we... Uh, or in our episodes, we talk about... Or I always talk about how I'm always looking for that thing that makes you stand out. And this <laughs> this is... This is exactly where you need to be to stand out from like the 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 ocean that is K-pop right now. And it's just mm-hmm. um, are, so are they? I haven't looked. I haven't uh, checked in. Are they? Are they still active and still? Yeah, active? they
0: haven't re- really. They haven't really released something, especially as a full group, since 2018. They did like another one uh, for 20. Like they, I think they released something without N on 20 in 2019, and N's their leader. He was. Uh, um, I think he unlisted by that time, but yeah. So they really haven't had any um, thing as a group since about 2018, 19-ish. So it's been a little bit of time, and I know like trends come and go real quick. So I think that's why I wanted to choose Vix because like for this, um, just bring them a bit to the forefront Since it's it's been a while, and especially like being like I mentioned, they're concept kings, uh, like. We saw, we've seen a lot of dark, maybe even horror concepts in the past. Mm-hmm. I think the year before this, there was like Big Bang's Monster and another one that I can't think of right now. But they like they really took like these concepts and ran with it. All of 2013 was sort of horror style concepts with on and on. That was v- vampires, Hyde, uh, which is Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, and then this one. Um, so uh, yeah, and the, they kept really running with that throughout sort of the rest of their careers maybe not as horary but very like of uh like very strong concepts and we see that a lot now today too like um if i i don't know if it's a direct influence but uh, one of my other favorite groups today like Dreamcatcher, has Mm. sort of the same vibe where they have their entire concept that takes on all of their music and stuff and it's very cohesive uh and even to another uh, who else can I think of? Like, well, different concept. But Luna, like their entire okay. existence is sort of one I huge understand. concept, too. So um, yeah, I sort of see, like, I feel like Vix maybe one of the earlier uh, groups to really have, like, concepts locked down as their identity.
2: Yeah, that's right. Pink Fantasy is doing the, a dark concept. I think one of the, like, darker, better, like, really well-executed ones from this year, mm-hmm. uh, has that they have like those screamo vocals in it, which is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we'll get to see Day One <laughs> eventually. Yeah. <laughs> um, but oh, just like when we when we were you were play, replaying the video, I it, the, I like the set a lot here. It it reminds mm. me of like a Resident Evil game. <laughs> just Ooh, it looks like yeah. a real
1: like like a video game it's, where it's so is that cool. staircase going to by the way back there i don't know
0: gen, <laughs> gen 3 there are a lot of staircases that led to nowhere so this
2: <laughs> <laughs> the winchester mystery house <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, probably or like yeah of that time like this this reminds me a little bit like of a it's a grungier like uh, shiny sherlock or something
1: oh yeah mm-hmm. um, <sighs> yeah i uh I, I pointed out the haircuts um but I, I, miss, I, I miss the eyeliner phase. I, I, I miss yeah. the eyeliner days. Everyone here, are, 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 all was it six guys, it looks like mm-hmm. um, all six of them had beautiful eyeliner going on. And I was just like, yeah. I, miss, I miss those days. Yeah.
0: And I that's tied like, to concept too. Their yeah. makeup on a lot of the like, on and on had like this glow in the dark. So I don't know if it was actually glow in the dark, but their eye, the eyeshadow they had. And that music video was super cool. Same with Hyde. They're like when it comes to like, yeah, I mentioned concepts, performances. It's everything. It's not just like the, the story or the tone.
1: It's like everything they put into it. Oh, great. Great pick, Alan Mark. Yeah. Thank so you. Good.
0: I know. It's nice giving me time to learn about the group, too, since I, I didn't have much experience of them back then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, unfortunately, we, do, we did not plan yeah. a Gen 4 song for this uh, <laughs> sort of because sort of, I feel like every week we sort of cover Gen 4 <laughs> a lot. Um, but I did want to open this up for like if anyone had thoughts as well for these songs we went over or questions as well. I know we got a couple of Q&A things in Whova. Uh, so I think this one is a good question for Chuck. Um, so from Jacqueline. Uh, they've been listening to K pop since 2016, but feel completely out of the loop. Any old school recommendations? Uh, what,
1: what, what are we what are you talking about with old school? Like, I mean, like,
0: I think that's up to us, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I think you're the you're definitely the oldest school out of I would of say there's no real like standouts, but check out Finkel, Finkel's great, SES is like the um, the th- uh it's like the TLC so uh, uh, what, what, what are these other groups Is it 702 <laughs> I forget um, yeah if you want like a good trio um, r and um yeah if you want good uh, three three lady r and like ballads and uh, and whatnot SES is fantastic um, I, I said G O D at the beginning. G O D has uh, what I I think are I I miss the 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 songs that are all about the story. Um, we talked about it with Two pms um, Oh my God, what's Two pms single? I, was it? I'm forgetting. You what the new one. It, oh, it. Sorry. Oh, the new you. one. Uh, when we watched make it, uh, that was like, I, I was telling these guys, like I miss when music videos told a story and for me, God, every song has a story to its, um, to its, uh, nature. And it's like very much, um, uh, full of like emotion and everything like that. Um, yeah, I, I am, I, I am. Yes. Sorry. I, I know it doesn't look like it, but I, I very, I'm older than these two guys. So um i know <laughs>
0: not by much <laughs> yeah, not by not that by much, much but
1: no um but yeah th- those are some good good people i mean i mean we we love we love uh we love epic high yeah i was gonna say you could go yeah, back yeah.
2: to like some of the early stuff i think 2003 yeah. is when one of the first albums came out uh and tablo i think there's a song where he performs under the name detox and he has some Ooh. like English lyrics and you can really you can hear that that Stanford literature master's degree <laughs> in, in his lyrics he's shout out to like Blazers. remained like one of the best lyricists um and yeah maybe start start there and then just listen to up to their their most yeah. recent releases uh because a lot of it they they keep some of their same sounds um and one of the songs I was almost gonna pick was uh umbrella um with Yuna. But uh, mm. I think I went with a more a little more upbeat song. With I don't care.
1: Almark do you have any good throwback groups to throw in throw in there as well?
0: Uh, I mean, if I'm gonna represent Gen three, going early Gen three, this uh, one of the songs I almost chose as well was from Ladies Code. Ladies Code oh, was a group I really love loved Code. Um, yeah. when they came out. Like their debut was uh, really impressed me. Uh, so like I would have. Uh, my other choice uh, besides VIX was uh, So Wonderful from them, um, but I also really love their debut. Um, uh, God, I'm forgetting the Bad Girl, something like that. Bad Girl, Good Girl, something like that. But, uh, it's funny how my favorite groups have like some sort of like, yeah. Bad Girl, Good Girl uh, <laughs> debut songs. Uh, that or uh, Pretty Pretty is also a really fun one too. Um, yeah, that's that's probably my suggestion. All right, uh, go over to another question. So Carolyn in this chat asked, what do you think about groups like B2B, SF9 doing shows like Kingdom? I uh, really enjoyed getting to learn more, but I didn't like the point system and competition. Yeah, um, I didn't watch too much. I only watch Kingdom like when they re-upload the performances on YouTube. I don't actually watch the competition part because I think the minds that these uh, groups have. And some of the art direction that they go with is like can be really cool. And especially, I think Gen 4 has a lot of really great stuff concept-wise, too. Um, but yeah, I mean, competition-wise, like it, is n- it would be nice just to see them just have the free reign to just create what they want without having that competition part. But I don't know, I don't know if uh, Steven or Chuck have yeah. other... I haven't really watched
2: these shows either, but I did see one of the recent ones. I think it was B2B doing a Stray Kids song. And like my favorite part of that was seeing the reaction of Stray Kids, just because there's something uh, about being the original performer and seeing someone else's take on it that uh, they like, you can't, you don't really get anywhere else. But I think, yeah, that competition aspect, I feel like I wouldn't enjoy that as much and i would want to just keep that uh enjoyment of someone else like re reinterpreting what, what you've done um and there was a show i think last year um of it's, it was called dancing idol where it was a competition but the groups there it seemed like they were just there to have fun and that's what i would love to see more of uh just I, not and where like fans don't have to get super like defensive of their groups, um, just just enjoy like what they're doing on that show. But i would check that out too.
1: I have nothing more to contribute because <laughs> I I also only right, watch the performances. Ours. So yeah, so I I I enjoy the performances, but um, I I don't I have no context over the uh, the competition aspect of things. But hearing what you guys are saying, I I, I agree as well. Um,
0: so. yeah and i think there was one like interview for an upcoming show i forgot what it's called where Sunmi me and tiffany from uh girls oh, generation yeah. were talking about how like yeah they back then they'd always pit us against each other when they're like actual like just chill friends in real life so i like i enjoy more of the when they interact with each other more like yeah enjoy how they present each other's songs and stuff so like i want to see more of that kind of content mm-hmm. it's
1: more yeah, i i would love just um maybe not a like a showcase of something. Uh, 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 correct me if this already exists, but just, I, I, I love when I see other groups cover other groups. Um, I don't know if that can be like a competition. Maybe maybe it can be a competition, but not like, you know, um, not one where you have to, like there's high stakes and anything like that. Maybe, you know, it's just, I, I, I just enjoy when groups get to interact with each other and um, enjoy performing together. And so, yeah. Yep.
0: All right, let's set up another question in the Q&A portion. So Jacqueline had another question. Um, actually, I'll have to go to the more recent one since we just talked about uh, VIX not too long ago. So curious, how how do you know if a group has executed a concept? Like heard VIX dubbed as kings of it, but confused what to look for. And that's actually a really good question, because a, a concept could generally be anything i would say mm-hmm. right uh, so like how would you define when a group really like owns a concept oh. or hits it well
1: that's a good question
0: yeah that's a great question
1: um <laughs> i mean the easiest concepts to target are you know the ones that are like out there like the the dark ones or the occult ones or um Edgy ones or something like that. Um, I think for me, uh, a lot of it comes down to, you know, it's really the attitude that these uh, performers exude in the music videos. Because um, I can hear one thing with the song, but if I see kind of the the full package, I get get a better sense. And so, uh, talking about Vix, like this, the their aesthetic and the the way the um, the set design and costume design like like that's that's what I think is a master class in concept execution just really going over the top with whatever like it, it doesn't matter what concept you choose, as long as you own it, and Um, believe in it a hundred percent. And so if I believe Mm -hmm. that from you, then uh, you can do whatever concept you want. Uh, It's going to, you're going to execute it perfectly, but there's, there's ones that feel half-assed and it's just like, you can kind of tell like not even the, like, maybe this is just the decision from the studio but like the, you know, the group's not really, they're just doing it because um, that's what their uh, record label told them to do. Um, But yeah, for it's really the commitment for me really makes you stand out
0: yeah i mean you mentioned believing it like the i think earnestness is how i describe like it really needs to be feel earnest coming from the group either like putting themselves into like a darker concept i think though when we commonly think of like a concept it is something like more storytelling dark edgy like vix or dreamcatcher but um i mean it could even tie to when i think earnestness with a concept uh like right now, I think one that really stands out too is like Weekly. Weekly is a really bright like school concept that um, I think ties in with all their three past singles, and um, like, I mean, it's one the songs are great, but also how they perform them and uh, just it really feels like they're either like you know, in school, like in tag me, or like coming out of school skateboarding with friends in uh, after school, which is you know a great song.
1: How do you feel about only one of concepts? Oh, I think that's a that's a question for Steve. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> I, I I'm generally a, a fan of theirs. Um, I mean, with our uh, the latest release on libido, I thought that was just that was a really bold one. Um, and just watching the the making of and behind the scenes, I'm glad that they seem to be like into the concept and um, they were, were fully invested in the the performance and the idea of it. So I, I like that. And they're another group that has their own universe um, thanks to their creative director, but um, whose name I shall not mention, I guess. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, I, I do like them a lot, but I, for me, it's just about, the biggest thing that I like about them is still their music. Uh, Mm -hmm. Truly a a great discography.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, I think that's probably the thing that coming down to having really good music really helps too. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. I think we have about five or so minutes left, Uh, but one more question from Jacqueline as well. So with new groups coming out every five seconds, how do we keep up with everything? which is oh, a really good a question, especially question. for us where we do weekly episodes. So, um, I mean, one thing, I guess organization is probably one thing that helps us out a lot. Um, we have spreadsheets and tables that tell us when things are coming out and, you know, debuts new Shout releases. Shout out to
1: the, uh, the Wikipedia page where whoever contributes to that, where you're just keeping it up to date with uh, latest new or latest releases because that, that definitely helps us out too, mm-hmm. um, but uh, the the, <laughs> the the real answer is it's very hard yeah. to do it. Yeah, it's very difficult. Um, I I'm finding myself coming back to weeks, uh, like like past weeks, and just catching up and listening to old songs. But um, but yeah, it's it's honestly this podcast has helped me at least stay uh, up to date and not have to because like we did a best of episode last year and i was co- going back all the way to the beginning of 2020 i was like oh my god there's just so many songs i'm not gonna be able to catch up but yeah um just even just taking the time to do one song a week like that that that's like you're in a way better off situation when it comes to keeping up with k-pop mm-hmm. plus luckily i don't know there's there's a lot of songs that come up but um you know i want I, I don't want to say that all of them is necessarily my favorite but and that's but i I usually, <laughs> yeah. I usually gravitate i i just if i hear it and i i, I immediately know that i love it i'll i'll, I'll stick around for it so mm-hmm. but yeah
2: yeah we we do our specials of the week in every episode oh, yeah. so <laughs> but what like when i when i look those up i find that there's gonna, often a couple of debuts will be around the same time. Like recently, uh, with Jess B and Omega X, they both debuted in the same week. So it is hard. I wouldn't like put a lot of pressure on yourself to try to keep up. Um, mm-hmm. maybe, there's always people who put together like the latest playlist. So that that's just an easy resource. Um, but I, I do use the like... The R slash kpop like upcoming releases site, and that that's very useful as a resource.
1: Yeah, um,
0: yeah. I don't know. I don't think we have any more questions, and I apologize if I do miss anything. But we only have three minutes left, and I want to make sure everyone also has time to check out all the other events going on at KPSN uh, Podcast Fest Twenty One. So, yeah, I think uh, this is a good time to wrap up. So. Um, yeah, thank you everyone for joining us. Thank you for uh, listening uh, to the music, listening to us, uh, and yeah, for your time as well. Uh, so you can check us out on socials as well. Uh, we are on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. How uh, you can eat cross-platform, so easy to find. Uh, yeah, and then for our podcast episodes as well, it is on pretty much every uh, podcast platform, your favorite one, just find it, it's there. Uh, and yeah, and if you do, please uh, rate, review us on Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate that. do um, you want to mention the email?
2: Oh, yes. Our email is just gmail.com. We uh, ask, encourage everyone to email us. We ask everyone at the end of every episode, too. Uh, we are looking for maybe our first email. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I will, I will personally respond to you. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. Once we uh, uh, give you that access from New York. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> What's that like? Uh, Chuck, you got anything Thank you.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to thank everyone for tuning in. This was like so much fun. Like we, we, we do this. Uh, we record once a week, and then we uh, just release the episodes. So it's uh, sometimes we feel like we're just recording into the void. But just to see. Yeah uh just to see the support that we have right here um gives us uh <laughs> gives us some life force it makes us really happy to know that um that there are other people who are very much interested in the types of uh, content that we like to produce so it's really really means a lot and uh we uh we can't wait to show you what else we have in store so mm-hmm. um, yeah first of many i think so yep
0: all right yeah thank you uh i realized i did not write the closing for <laughs> for this episode but yeah so thank you everyone for coming out watching uh with our presentation listening to us i hope you listen to us soon uh yeah we have i think we're still doing another episode this upcoming week so uh mm-hmm. yeah watch out for that should be out every friday ish depending on our real life schedules but yeah so with that uh Oh, what day? They usually come out on Fridays. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. So with that, we thank you. Thank you for joining us at our buffet. We hope to see you uh, see you soon. So thank you. Take care.
1: Bye, Bye everyone. everyone.
0: Oh, I it's don't funny. have a thing to yell out. <laughs> <laughs> OK, I don't have anything to yell out. say, KBSN. KBSN all right i will end the meeting okay thank you bye bye